Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Welcome to episode 75 of the Talking Blues podcast. I'm Josh and I'm joined by both of my co-hosts, Alex and Peter. And we have a lot on the agenda today, but obviously the big thing that you are listening to this episode on, hopefully, we, we hope, I'm sorry, we're putting it very close to the uh, start time of this Chelsea match, the Super Cup final against um, Villarreal, Chelsea versus Villarreal. And listen... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name names, but I had two people who weren't up for recording yesterday, so you can have two days in advance to listen to this episode. So, unfortunately, you will have a a a mist of hours, uh, various hours to listen to this episode before this isn't relevant anymore. And I'm gonna throw it to my two co-hosts that I do blame for this unfortunate event, and that is Alex, and that is Peter. And I'm going to ask and try and be nice a little bit and say, how are you guys doing? Because I'm a nice person. But also, you kind of put myself and our listeners in a very tough position on they have to listen to this episode super, you know, within the time frame. And then it's just not even, you know, good information anymore. But what I would say is we also have lots of other stuff to talk about in this episode, including Messi, Lukaku, uh, some other transfer news for Chelsea. So it's not just the Super Cup preview. We've got some other things to talk about, so I wouldn't say it makes it completely obsolete after the Super Cup, but, you know, point taken, point thought about, point taken. <laughs> point thrown to Peter. Peter, how are you? Uh, I'm doing fine, and I also agree we do have other news, so, you know, that is a thing, so can't really... And you can blame me all you want, but just know that next episode, I will not show up, and I will say we'll have to record the episode the day of the game. That means so on Saturday, well, I guess, yeah, it'd be on Saturday when we the first Premier League game week, we're going to record two hours before game time, release it, edit it and release it 30 minutes before the game. That's that's what we'll do if you're going to blame me for this. So, you know, I'm lucky, right? But no, seriously, good to be here. Excited to talk about it for the first real game. Kind of depends on how you feel about it. Friendly, but not really friendly because it's technically a European championship it's weird. Whatever. I'm here. I'm excited to talk about it and, and many other things. 
All right, you want to? Okay, that's fine. Uh, Peter, under Peter, after the last podcast, we all three agreed on a date and time. I want to make that clear. All three of us. I then sent a text to Peter yesterday. You still good with recording at five today? Peter's response: Can we record tomorrow? <laughs> Immediate response. Doesn't even like just goes right for it. Damn. Alex, I don't even want to talk to you because you're in blame for this too. Don't act Damn. like you're not. Damn, Peter, I can't believe what you did there, Peter. It's just terrible. I know it's unforgivable. I'm so sorry. I can't believe it. Uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm really ashamed. I'm super, 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 super sorry. But uh, you know, things change, Josh. We can have agreed upon uh, plans, and then things happen. So you know, not my fault. You can blame me, but it's not my fault. Well, technically, it is my fault, but it's not <laughs> it's your my fault. fault. Listen, I know sometimes FIFA Ultimate Team you value over the podcast, but not all the time that you need to value FIFA Ultimate Team over the podcast. I'll have you know I've not played foot since, like... The game's dead, okay? The game's dead. I, I don't know. <laughs> a long time ago. I can't remember the last time I've played, so I'll have you know. That's not a valid thing you can say, you know. I know I did play it sometimes, but I never overvalued it over the podcast, and I certainly have not been playing it because the game, like Alex said, is completely and utterly dead, and there's nothing good about it now. Okay. you're <laughs> what alex i said doesn't mean i won't play <laughs> oh yeah that's all he does is play uh fud he's gonna actually alex you're gonna play fud right after this podcast ends probably. that's correct right probably i have an addiction i'm trying to build up my chelsea ultimate team oh jesus um okay <laughs> well you're not here for for to hear my arguments on why uh fud is bad for your health and um it is bad for your health you're here for the Chelsea news, the Messi news, and the Lukaku news. That's what we're really here to talk about. I don't think you want to hear us rambling on and arguing with each other about timing and FIFA Ultimate Team for that long. So, um, further ado, we have, I think, Lionel Messi first that we'll talk about. And congratulations, Peter, because you have beat Alex uh, in the, I guess, race for who's right. Or the the you can say you were right because you said, I think, like, whenever you, you did a extreme number, you were like, PSG a thousand one million one one trillion percent or whatever you said um, and yeah you are you are completely right um, we had the tweet from Fabrizio Romano now Alex I don't understand if you want to do it or not but I'll just skip that for right now uh, he was in tears for the final press conference with FC Barcelona he wanted to stay at the club and then uh, I guess it just didn't work it, it, it didn't work out uh, for Messi he didn't get what he wanted and Barcelona was just, you know, willing. They kind of, yeah, they they really did, you know, mess him up in that situation. So that that's just sad to see. He's going to wear number thirty at PSG, which is an interesting number. Um, seems like a baseball number to me, more than like a, a football number. And then Messi on the PSG move said, "quote I'm looking forward to starting a new chapter in my career in Paris. The club and his vision are a perfect match for my ambitions." I'm determined to build something great for the club and the fans. I can't wait to step on the pitch. Um, and no, I'm not going to even try and pronounce the pitch. Alex, uh, you want to read that Fabrizio tweet? Uh, yes, I will. Mm-hmm. I will read it, but you're going to read the rest of the tweets. What's the pitch? So, oh, Parc de Prince. Prince. Park- Oh, so I could have just said it then in the normal way I was going to say. Okay, I thought there was something else like... Oh, I think I might have spelled it wrong on the thing. That's probably why. Let's Uh, ask Peter here. Peter, can you pronounce it in your French accent? 
Yes, I was going to say that you guys are technically wrong because it isn't Prince, it's Ponce. It's Parc de Ponce. Oh, oh so, yeah. there you go. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, I was asking the wrong person for that. We if there's any. We definitely were. Peter, we have, we have a French guy here on the podcast, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Alex, go ahead. All right, so Lionel Messi joins PSG. Here we go. Total agreement completed on a two-year contract option to extend until 2024. Salary around $35 million per season, add-ons included. Um, and Messi, like you mentioned, Josh, will wear number 30. Obviously, Neymar wears number 10, which is his old number. He could have chose number 19, which was his old, old number. But he decides to go with 30 or PSG. I mean, it's probably Messi's decision. I don't know why he chose 30. I'm sure I'll explain it tomorrow or today when you're listening to this, actually, at 11 uh, a.m. local time there, which is... Uh, well, six hours, so 5 a.m. Eastern time, 10 a.m. UK time. He'll be uh, doing his press conference there um, for his PSG introduction press conference or whatever. And uh, I guess maybe he'll explain there. Probably someone will ask him about that, um, but I don't know why he chose that number. Um, but yeah, messy to PSG. Peter was right. I, you know, I'm not, I'm going to give myself some credit. I kind of thought that maybe it was a possibility, right? You know, it was obviously a lot of people were saying it. I'm going to give myself some credit. I also mentioned it, so props to me. And, uh, I mean, this kind of looked like the move all along, and it uh, obviously turned out to be the move for Messi. And, uh, you know, I I have lots of things to talk about discussing based on how this makes Neymar look, um, because obviously Neymar left Barcelona to get out of the shadow of Messi. And then, you know, from what I – the way I perceive it is he begs Messi to come back to help him win because he couldn't win without him. Um, so that's kind of how I look at it there. Um, but PSG have a very stacked team now going into this upcoming Champions League. I'll step in here and I'll say, yeah, they do have a very stacked team. They now, in attack only, they have Neymar, Mbappe, Messi. They also have Di Maria, the Elfley Bard, and Genie Wijnaldum. They still have Marquinhos. They also brought in Sergio Ramos and Hakimi. They have a very stacked team. And I think I will say that I don't think it was as much Neymar saying, going to Messi to say, I need you to help me win as much as it is. They're friends. They're just, they're friends, right? So they're just going to, they want to play together. I mean, I feel like there wasn't anything ever confirmed that Neymar wanted to get out of Messi's shadow. And even if it was, he did that. He succeeded. He's now one of the, well, he always was one of the best players in the world, but now he's one of the most popular players in the world. Uh, he probably already was, but he succeeded in that. And now he wants to bring back his friend Messi. And he succeeded in that too. But I will say that you should not take any credit because you spent like five minutes last episode, like drooling over the fact that it's possible that Messi could come to Chelsea and mentioned like in two seconds that it was a possibility he goes to PSG. And I many times had to tell you, no, it's not possible. He's going to go to PSG 1 million percent. There was no chance he was ever going to go to Chelsea. We never made any offer. I don't think there were, we ever would have, especially considering uh, I could go to the next piece of news as a nice transition right here, uh, especially considering that we completed the signing of Romelu Lukaku for, what is it, 115 million euros? I don't know the exact number. That might have been it or might not have been. I'll let you guys talk about it. But 
I don't think we could have afforded his wages and also Messi's wages because we're not PSG. We may have some oil money, but we don't have that, that, that much oil money. Well, Peter, what better way to transition to another wonderful, as Alex would say, Fabrizio Romano tweet. Um, the Romelu Lukaku signing to Chelsea confirmed. And here we go. Of course, a go to catchphrase. I have nothing against the guy, but Alex talks about it way too much. That's why it's just like I sigh over every time he's mentioned. The agreement is set to be completed after further talks. Like Peter, you said 115 million uh, euros. I, I believe that's, or maybe it's pounds. No, I think it's euros. Um, to enter it, and no, it's euros, yeah, euros. yeah, 115 million euros to enter and no players included. Paperwork's to be signed once details are fixed. Lukaku will sign a long-term contract for 12 million euros plus add-ons uh, via Fabrizio Romano and also Fabrizio, because of course Alex can't include one Lukaku tweet from Fabrizio. He needs to include two Lukaku tweets from uh, Fabrizio Romano. Lukaku deal announced won't be done tonight, but in a matter of days. Uh, Romelu will fly to London after Monaco um, step to complete paperwork uh, into his agent's headquarters. No problem. Uh, it's 100% done. Although Chelsea fans and especially you guys wanted the deal done before the Super Cup and him being able to have a chance to play in the Super Cup, Chelsea did announce their 24-man roster, I believe it is, and he is not included in it, nor has his contract been confirmed from Chelsea FC yet. People are dying, commenting, waiting, sharing for that to happen. I've been seeing in every Chelsea tweet, um, even, if it's a, even if it's a picture of Ben Chilwell in, an, in, a, mat, you know, in a practice uh, shirt, they're commenting, announce Lukaku, announce Lukaku, announce Lukaku. Um, and it just hasn't happened yet. So, you know, we wait and when we wait and see, but I do know that um, Chelsea fans very much had their flight radar apps ready in hand uh, as reporters greeted Lukaku as he went into the airport in Monaco um, and headed to England. So we know that he's here and that he's landed, although we have not heard the exact, you know, confirmation yet. And I'm sure hopefully by next episode, that uh, that will be confirmed and all done with, and we don't have to worry about that. It's kind of like Kai Havertz last year. I remember that we signed him, but again, still was not confirmed. Um, and yeah, so hopefully Lukaku will be announced soon, uh, and that happens. I'll throw whatever your guys' thoughts on Lukaku being confirmed, if you have any thoughts on it, and then you can move to the other news that we have. Yeah, I mean, for Lukaku, just going over his stats again, because I don't actually think we mentioned it uh, last time. For Inter Milan... Um, he scored in the 2020-2021 season um, in the Serie A. He scored 24 goals in 36 games with 11 assists um, in a little under 3,000 minutes in total for 2020-2021, including international and for club. He scored 40 goals in 56 games with 12 assists. Um, and also he was one of the top scorers, this third top scorer in the Euros with four goals. Um, and was very solid there. 28 years old, gets a goal uh, uh, through, you know, 0. 0.75 uh, goals per 90 and 0. 0.3 assists per 90. Um, so he is a very good player. He's clinical in front of goal. You know, there used to be problems with him when he used to be in the Premier League with Man United. Obviously, he didn't succeed there, but has vastly improved his game at Inter Milan. Um, his first touch has improved. His hold-up play has remo- uh, improved. And he, in general, is just a much, much better player. And he's entering his prime. So I'm really excited for this move. And I fit. I think he fits Chelsea very well in the way we play. 
And I think he's going to bang goals uh, up front for Chelsea. I mean, he's turned into one of the best all-around strikers in the world. And anytime you have the chance to sign someone of his caliber, you want to take that chance. And we did. And I mean, you never know, right? But the whole problem, I've said it when we were rumored to get Holland, I've said it throughout the season, is that we couldn't score. We just didn't have someone that could consistently bury their chances. We created all these things. We'd go like on a great combo, play it out wide to Reese James. Reese James whoops it in, just miss or just doesn't get anything. We have a great combo. Mason Mount plays a one-two, lays it off to someone, and they sky it. And I think we need someone that can just finish their chances, which Lukaku definitely can do. But then he also is strong. He's also tall. He has good aerial ability. He's good at dribbling. He's, like I said, one of the best all-around players in the world. And I think he's a great signing. I think he'll fit in perfectly. I think, I don't know. I think it's it's going to be fun to watch. I think we've created, we created enough chances last season that I think... Uh, if he's able to score even like 50% of the ones our other players missed will be in great business because I mean, I'm in the golden boot race, perhaps. I don't know. Just throwing that out there. Maybe, but I'm excited. Hopefully he get, we get everything wrapped up and he's announced before uh, the first uh, Premier League game. He's not taking part in the super cup, obviously, but I think we may be waiting for an official announcement to wait after until after Messi's. uh, after Messi's, it's not really going to blow over for a while, but I mean, as blown over as it can be, he's obviously like officially announced today, I think, maybe a few hours ago. And so I think announcing Lukaku the same day or a day after Messi gets announced and it's the end of an era is probably not the smartest thing you want to do if you want it to become a new story. So I think we'll wait until maybe Thursday. I think if I had to take a guess, uh, it will be Thursday that there'll be an announcement. And when we record, I don't know when, if it's on Thursday, I'm literally just a psychic. You're just that smart. You, you're in the Chelsea. I think you should be hired by Chelsea to just do all their PR work, Peter. I think that's just what you need to do. Uh, get in their front office and work with Roman and do all that stuff. Okay, so the other news uh, that has to do with Chelsea is, um, Peter, your, your, your friend, uh, I'm sure. Uh, will will not be with us anymore as he is on loan to Southampton. How do you feel about that? I know it's very sad. You you love you you love the uh, Chelsea youngsters and uh, you know that they can play on the pitch and all of that. Scored a few goals as well, but um, yeah. So Broja is. I feel like I never say his name right, but I say Armando Broja. Um, but that's just bore. Isn't it another way that that you say it? You say it fine. There's every name can be said multiple ways. Broja, Broja, whatever Broja. you want. Alex, you say Broja or Bro? You say Broja, don't you? The way I've heard is people say like commentary people is Broja, but okay. So know. there you go. So that's fine. Broja, uh, Armando Broja agrees on a loan to Southampton. It's a done deal. Uh, of course, another for Pretty Romano tweet. Alex, done deal. Uh, Armando Broja. Joined Southampton on loan from Chelsea. Medical completed today. Total agreement reaches after contract is sent and signed days ago. And obviously this is because I think it's good for him to get experience at another club. I think he'll play uh, either off the bench or starting for Southampton on, in most matches in the in the Premier League. 
it's good experience for him as a youngster and also because we have another striker coming in which means i think another one's got to leave unless he was planning on playing the pl2 which doesn't look like it now it's the tammy abraham step where is he going to go we've already talked about this for a long time and alex and i were texting back and forth about it after the cockle was confirmed and you were like yep abraham's gone but no one it, it hasn't happened yet that's the thing like teams are interested we've seen the tweets but he's not going anywhere just yet. So it's an interesting topic. And I want you guys to kind of talk about that now. That's why I brought it up. Unless you have brochure comments, which I mean, I don't think either of you uh, should, but I mean, you let me know. I I will do. In fact, have brochure comments, as you know, like you said, I do love all Chelsea youngsters. You know, that's my thing. That sounds weird, but you know, they're technically, they're older than me. So it's not weird, but it sounds weird to say that I like youngsters. <laughs> you shouldn't have addressed it though. The way you said that. I shouldn't have said it. Yeah. It makes it sound worse now that I tried to explain myself, but no, uh, um, I, I like the move. I think there was rumored he would go to the Syria and play for, I think it was Udinese who, I guess the Syria is a good league, but I mean, if you can, even though we probably would have started on Udinese, going to Southampton, where he probably will be the third choice, at least to start, he'll get some game time off the bench, but being able to practice with other uh, Premier League, fellow Premier League players, being able to get some game time uh, against Premier League competition is a much better judge of his talent than going to the Syria, because although I'm sure he'd perform well in the Syria, and he'd come back better than he was. It's not always a one-to-one correlation, right? But at the Premier League level, if he performs for Southampton, if he can get the starting job, work his way to that, uh, score some goals, works hard, I mean, looks good, uh, he can come back and be uh, an important player for us next season. I think it's a great move. I think it's much better than going to this area. And he'll definitely start as a third choice because Southampton sold Danny Yings, but then bought Adam Armstrong, I think, from... Blackburn Rovers, who is going to be their starter. And they also have Che Adams, obviously. So I do believe they play with two strikers up front, though. So we probably will get some game time off the bench. But uh, I'd like to move, basically, is the entire thing I was saying. So, Peter, did you did you address Tammy Abraham? Or was I just tripping? No, I didn't. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> I was too focused on Braha or Broja, okay. whichever. But I will talk about Tammy Abraham now. And... Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's going to get sold. I mean, he really, he needs to get sold, right? He's not going to get any game time. And the fees were rumored to be able to get for him, like 35 to 40 million. I mean, take that in an instant. He's not going to play for us. I think I said this last time we talked about this too. Take the money and run. He's not playing for us. I mean, although he is very talented, he's not, Tuchel clearly doesn't rate him. He won't get much game time. He's probably not worth forty million in our eyes, but to other teams he is. Uh, I prefer to sell him to not Arsenal or any other Premier League team because he obviously is talented. Atalanta would be perfect. Forty million, Atalanta. Yes, please. Bye bye. Take it. Uh, although I will be sad to see him go. Not particularly, but I will because he's obviously a Chelsea youngster. <laughs> uh, but. He's also very talented. He has a lot of potential. Uh, I mean, he's talented, clearly. He just doesn't fit into our plans. And I mean, $40 million for someone that doesn't really fit into our plans is something you can't really turn away. So uh, hope, hope, well, hopefully he gets sold soon. But if he doesn't get sold, maybe he can get some game time and work his way into being a player for us. I just don't see that happening. So take the money and run, but not to a Premier League team. Go to a foreign league. I'm saying the Fabrizio tweet before Alex cuts in and says it. Um okay. You were going to say it, weren't you? 
No response. Were you? Yes or no? Yes. Yep. Fabrizio Romano has just recently tweeted, once again, we're, we're the breaking news podcast at this point, about Tammy Abraham. And AS Roma and Arsenal have asked Chelsea for Tammy Abraham, but there is no agreement just yet. Tammy Abraham has actually asked AS Roma for two more days to decide on his future. He hasn't given his okay to Arsenal yet, although the Gunners would be his priority. The Chelsea striker has been in contact with Jose Mourinho. Roma and the Blues have a total agreement. Um, so there you go. Uh, again, we're, we're like the, we, I, I don't know why it's this prime recording slot, apparently where we get all the news. Alex, go ahead. Sorry. I spoiled it. Yeah. So I think it makes sense. They sold Ed and Jekko, or they are going to sell him as the Lukaku replacement there for Inter Milan. I think it makes total sense. I think he'd thrive there under Mourinho. I think Mourinho is the type of coach that could really help Tammy Abraham. I agree. He's not going to play for Chelsea. Take the 40 million run with it. Uh, so I really have the same thoughts as Peter. And then that leads us to the final thing of this podcast, and that is the UEFA Super Cup Final Preview. Chelsea, Villarreal. We haven't done a lineup prediction in a while, and this one is going to be an easy one for me because I think Chelsea go right back out there and start most of their starters, but not all of them. That is Mendy in that. That is a back three, a... What is it? Four, I guess, in the midfield. And then I would say um, the two up front. Although, they might do something different. Um, but that that's normally what they do, right? They do... No, they do three in the back. Four, yeah, three in the back, four midfield. Three, four, two, one. Thank you. Except it's not really like a two, one at that point. But yeah, three, three four, two, one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mendy and Nat. Um, the three in the back... As Asby, Zuma, Rudiger, and that is my back three. I'm just going to throw out my midfield as well because uh, I feel like it. Sorry. Uh, the right the right side, I'll go Callum Hudson-Odoi. I think CHO deserves his time out there, so I'm going to throw it to him. And then Marcus Alonso. You know what? Technically, it's still preseason, although like Peter mentioned earlier, it is a big game uh, in your European football. Although I think Alonso is, is able to... Um, try this, and I want to give him the chance. Kovacic and Conte are also my other two midfielders, and now I will throw it to you guys uh, to give your first half of your uh, Chelsea squad. First off, I want to say that I also predicted it having the 3-4-3-2-1, whatever you want to call it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Tukulek does some weird thing for no reason because it's just to experiment and see because obviously some players are unavailable because of the Euros. They're still getting their fitness up. Most of the Italian, England, Brazilian players who've gone deep in their competitions probably won't be available. Uh, So who knows? Maybe he goes to a four-back and does some like really weird fourth well not it's not really weird but it's really weird considering we haven't played it for a while but uh regardless i have my i have it as a three back so my team mendy and that rudiger christensen and Aspi across the uh defense i agree that alonzo i think will play i feel like if there was an england player that would come into the squad it would definitely be ben chilwell because he i don't think he got any minutes actually I'm not sure he got any minutes uh, for Southgate uh, yeah, when he was playing for England, so he might be able to come in there. Uh, so that's probably a 50-50 between Alonso and Showa, but I'll throw Alonso in there because maybe get some game time because, like you said, Josh, it's still preseason. Cross the middle, 
I think it's Kante and Kovacic are the uh, choices. You couldn't slap Mountain there, Jorginho. Both of them are probably unavailable. Uh, so on the right, I also agree with you, Josh, that uh, Callum hudson Odoi should get some game time. Uh, Reese James is most likely not going to play, so I think this is a good chance for Callum hudson Odoi to start and show what he can do. Yeah, so I agree with you, most of you guys with most of the predictions here. I got Mendy in goal, uh, three center backs. I got Christensen, Aspie, Rudiger. Uh, right wing back, Calum Hudson-Odoi. Left wing back, Marcus Alonso. Um, in my two in midfield, I'm going to go Conte and Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Um, I know this is kind of an odd one. I don't think that we're going to go Jorginho due to the fact that, like you said again, Peter, he came back recently from national team duty. Um, so I think Jorginho will sit on the bench. I think Kovacic is definitely another option. Um, but for some reason, I have a weird feeling Ruben Loftus-Cheek will start for Chelsea. Just a weird gut feeling. This is just a weird one. No reasoning for it at all. Um, and then up uh, – wait, actually, I'm going to hold, hold my horses for my uh, front three, and I'll let you guys go. So front three, I'm going to have Timo Werner starting, the Chelsea striker – before Lukaku steps in, obviously, I think that'll go to him as a starting striker. Then I have Kai Havertz and Ziyech uh, splitting the other two sides. And um, yeah, th- th- that's my front three. And then score prediction, I'll just throw it out. Um, I think Chelsea will win, but I'll save the how like how many goals will score and uh, the final score um, after you guys go. I agree with you, Josh. I think it's going to be... I wouldn't be surprised to see Werner on the wings instead of being the starting striker. I think him and Havertz can each play as a winger or as a cam, kind of as the on the outside, or as a striker. So I have Havertz up top and then Werner as a winger, but you could definitely switch around. But I do have both of them starting Werner and Havertz, and then I have Hakim Ziyech as the last uh, player in the front three. Christian Pulisic could be there who knows we have a lot of attacking options that all could play but who knows if they will or not and my score prediction i don't know why you just decided to wait i'll just throw mine out there i think it'll be a one no chelsea win uh hopefully we win uh i don't want to say anything to jinx it i won't say that it's an easy game uh i won't say that it's a hard game i think it's an important game that hopefully we win it's obviously a european final it is still preseason, so it is important to get some kinks out so just I think this team should be able to, but who knows what will happen. I think it'll be a one note Chelsea win, but I mean, it's up in the air. Who knows? For my front three, I'm going to go Werner, Havertz, Ziyech. Um, and for my score prediction, I'm going to go for a 2-1 Chelsea win. Uh, Timo Werner and Kai Havertz on the score sheet. Ooh, let me jump in here. I mean, I forgot to do my classy, classy goal, uh, goal score predictions that I don't think I've ever gotten right once. So... I'm going to go a weird one. I'm going to go Callum Hudson-Odoi from wingback. Comes up, gets a goal on maybe a layoff from Kai Havertz. Plays it out wide, and Callum Hudson-Odoi goes a far post finish. If that's correct, I, I'm a genius too. But I don't think that'll happen. But, you know, got to get weird sometimes. I want to see Mendy start off on a really good foot, um, as he did to complete last season and basically the entirety of last season and have him start out with a clean sheet. So a Chelsea win, Chelsea victory. And you know what? We're starting out really strong. We're going with a 2-0 victory. Nothing, no landslides, but a very good victory for Chelsea to start out the season. Uh, I appreciate my co-host for joining me, Alex and Peter. Thank you very much. A day late, but you know what? It is what it is. It's okay. We recorded. We did it. Um, our next episode, we'll, we'll have to talk about that. Obviously, there's a match coming up. It is our first Premier League match, which is on Saturday against Crystal Palace. 
um, and we'll have to see when recording is. It'll obviously be later this week, probably on Friday. Um, I, I assume maybe Thursday or Friday. We'll have to see. We'll let you know, obviously, so stay updated on Twitter. Um, and obviously subscribe so you can see when the podcast drops uh, and comes out. But we very, very much appreciate you listening. I should plug the Twitter if I say keep up with the Twitter at Talking Blues Pod. That's us on Twitter. Alex is at Anorian23. I'm at Joshola29. Once again, we thank you for listening. Drop five stars if you like it. And uh, we will see you later this week for our recap of this match and obviously our first Premier League preview for the 2021-2022 Premier League season. See you then. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.